Welcome to Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. My name is Phil Strum. So happy you've joined us today. My guest is someone I've known for a while on Northeast Wrestling shows I attend. It's Wrecking Ball Ligurski. Wrecking Ball will be taking on AEW's TNT champion powerhouse Hobbs on the upcoming Northeast Wrestling card, April 15th at the MJN Center in Poughkeepsie, New York. You've also probably seen him as part of the Fixers tag team in the NWA with Jay Bradley. Together, they are the former United States Tag Team Champions. Wrecking Ball, also a former Northeast Wrestling Champion. I've been watching Wrecking Ball's career for a long time. It's very, very cool to see his progress, both in the ring and with his persona. So here we go now with Wrecking Ball Ligurski. So happy to be joined by one of my favorite big men who you can see as one half of the fixers in the NWA. And also you can see him on Northeast Wrestling and elsewhere. It's Wrecking Ball Ligurski. Wrecking Ball, welcome to Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. So good to talk to you. Nice to talk to you. I've been wanting to come here for a while. Yeah, yeah. We haven't gotten to do this too much, so this should be this should be fun. So let's start off with what you've got going on. Uh, you're wrestling for the NWA. Uh, as I mentioned, this episode will come out after uh, the NWA 312 events. Uh, we're taping this before that. Uh, what is it like to be in the Fixers tag team with Jay Bradley? And how did that come about? And how would you describe who you are? Oh, right. Well, that's a lot of questions in one question. Um, <laughs> no, I love wrestling for the fixers. Uh, it's like tagging uh, with my big brother. Um, I mean, obviously, he's not, he's not literally my brother, but it feels like that. Um, it's great to wrestle for the uh, NWA. It's a great positive environment. Um, this was post-pandemic. Um, Jay wanted to come back to wrestling. Jay... Um, Jay wanted to see what was available. Billy said uh, the NWA was focusing on tag teams. Um, I had met Jay over the pandemic and we had kept in contact and just on and off. You know, uh, he did some, you know, online training during the pandemic, meaning he would do like match reviews he would do, you know, review my matches. He would review other matches of Big Man. And I kept in contact and then faded away a little bit. And then, um, yeah, Billy said uh, that he was focusing on tag teams and that uh, Jay's opportunity would be as a tag team wrestler. And he would need to find a partner. And Jay reached out back to me. So he kind of sought you out, and uh, you know, wh- how how do you describe the fixtures to somebody? Uh, it's it's a very unique, uh, it's a very unique uh, combination. Very unique, you know. It's, it's kind of unlike uh, pretty much anything else I'm I'm seeing in wrestling. Yeah, I mean, the best way I describe it is kind of, uh, you know, uh, you know, we're 1980s movie bullies. Um, you know, we take a lot of, uh, from you know, the Nasty Boys, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the Natural Disasters were very loud, patriotic, and in your face. And what kind of influence has Jay Bradley had on you? He's a, he's a veteran who's seen so much and been so many places. I don't know if people realize, you know, even his run up in SmackDown as Ryan Braddock uh, years back, but he's pretty much been everywhere. So what, what kind of an influence has he had on you? Uh, Jay's been a very uh, positive influence. Um, 
obviously the NWA is a great atmosphere, as I said, but if, you know, something hasn't gone exactly the right way or, you know, I'm mad at something, he always is able to put things back to perspective. He's able to help me refocus and, you know, uh, you know, put, just put everything into perspective. So at uh, the Northeast Wrestling uh, Spring Slam that's coming up, uh, you're wrestling the AEW TNT champion, Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, you've wrestled a ton of huge guys in your career. Uh, I know I've seen you against Keith Lee live. I've seen you against Dijak live in Northeast mm-hmm. Wrestling. What are you expecting out of this uh, clash with Hobbs? So for, for those of you who might not know Wrecking Ball necessarily, uh, you're not exactly the smallest guy either. No. No, it's going to be a real battle of the Vegman. Like you said, I have a ton of experience. Keith Lee, Swagger. I recently wrestled a former um, Ring of Honor wrestler, Brian Malonis. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a war. Um, and I think this match is really, really going to uh, put me on the map. Yeah, I'd agree. So how does one work when you're a big man? Is it kind of trial and error for what you should and shouldn't do? Is there a certain confidence that comes along with working at a, at the size that you are? Um, yeah, it's a lot of trial and error. Um, it's also, uh, it takes a lot of conditioning. Um, being this big, have to do so much conditioning to uh, like a, a lot of cardio, a lot of training, a lot of preparation just to, uh, you know, keep my wind during the ring, uh, during, during the ring time. Um, you know, there's a lot of intensity. There's a lot of hard hitting. There's a lot of fire. I, I remember telling you years ago, I think I saw you and Dijak at the show in Newburgh, and I told you that I liked your match, which I think was in, in Connecticut. I, I want to say that was in Danbury when I saw it. It was on the undercard of the Cody uh, Angle uh, show. If yeah, remember, that was right? in Waterbury. Yeah, yeah, Waterbury, Connecticut. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mentioned to you, and I accidentally sort of insulted Dijak at the same time. I was like, you know, I, I, you guys did so many things in that match that I didn't expect to see from guys of your size and similar to your match with Keith Lee too. Um, so that, that's that got to be a good feeling when you go in there and you pull off some stuff. I remember watching you versus Keith Lee and I'm watching you do a float over in the corner over the top of him <laughs> and everybody in the arena is going, the, the two guys that big really seriously just do that. So that's got to be a pretty cool feeling for you when, you when you're able to kind of pull off things that uh, make the crowd kind of uh, have their jaws hit the ground. Oh, absolutely. Um, It's a weird combination of, you know, the basics still work, the big, you know, hard hitting and shoulders and big power moves and power slams still work. But it's also, you know, uh, a different time, you know, to be big, you not only need to be strong, you need to be athletic as well. And, uh, you know, I think I do a good combination of, using my power and intensity while still using athleticism for the, you know, more modern era. And you are an athlete. You played college football before you got into pro wrestling. So what 
I, I don't really know the whole story totally. So what kind of led you into your career in pro wrestling and what, what did your path look like? Um, you know, so I played division two college football at Southern Connecticut state university. Um, my career didn't quite go the way I wanted it. You know, I was a starter when I was healthy. I had a few, um, had a few injuries during my career, which prevented me from, you know, going to the next level. It's nothing that, uh, you know, holds me back now. Broke a couple bones in my feet over the course of time there. Nothing that holds me back now, but, uh, once, uh, once I was finished with football, there was actually a training school at the time called PWA Pro Wrestling Academy, which was in New Haven, Connecticut, which is the same. Yeah, the same town, Southern Connecticut State University was in. So I trained there. And then from there, I trained with uh, the Kingdom, Mike Bennett, Matt Taven. And uh, actually, Vincent for a few, two or three years. And then from there, you know, I spent, I went to a couple of different places. And then uh, I ended up training with Bubba Ray Dudley for, I think, like two or three years as well. And that was at 3D in uh, Danbury? Yep. So, and then, you know, I'm familiar with you through Northeast Wrestling. So, um, You've had a pretty great run in Northeast Wrestling. It's where I know you best from. You've had great opportunities there. What makes North Northeast Wrestling work so well in the communities that they're in? And were you aware of them from being in Connecticut? Or was it kind of just you you found them through, you know, where you were training and, you know, what what the opportunities were around you? Yeah, no, I, um, I was always aware of them. Honestly, I don't remember who won. Um, when I was in college, I saw um, there's an NEW show on my birthday, and uh, I believe the main event or one of the featured matches was uh, Matt Taven versus Brian Anthony in the cage in Waterbury. Um, but NEW works so well because it's uh, great family-friendly action. Um, it's got a combination of the past, the present, and the future of wrestling. Um, you know, like the smaller Bethany shows have absolutely electric apps. And all, all the other shows have, you know, multiple TV stars, multiple guys, you know, who are, who are capable of signing. I mean, pretty much the roster, the entire roster is... Uh, a very TV ready roster, you know, and, you know, the bigger events you got people who are on TV, you got people who were just released from TV. Uh, and Michael Lombardi just, just does uh, a tremendous job of promoting. Yeah. I always have, a, I haven't been to one in a long time, but I always had a good time at the Bethany shows. And then, you know, for anybody who wants to poo poo those, I mean, it's a, it's a small building and kind of 
sort of the middle of nowhere of Connecticut. I could say that being a New Yorker. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's such a cool atmosphere. And then you look at some of the people who have passed through Bethany and actually worked Bethany shows and you've got Cody, you've got Jushin Liger, you've got MJF. So it's like, yes, it's basically tomorrow's stars today, but you kind of never know what you're going to run into in, in those shows. And there's, it's so it's such a cool, intimate environment to watch wrestling in. So it's it's so different from anything else you're going to see. And the quality is so high, too. I, I, it, I can't vouch for those. As fun as the baseball stadium shows are and the huge events like you're coming up in Poughkeepsie are, the Bethany shows are such a breath of fresh air if you just want to go watch a wrestling show. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, you know, there's, you know, more people than you listed. Don't forget Jerry Lawler. Yeah. That's where, uh, you know, Giant Jack went through Flip Gordon, who's, you know, still wrestles there. Matt Taven, Mike Bennett. Um, did you say, uh, Ivar? Um, uh, yeah, that's there. true. Ivar, you know, former NEW champion. Yeah. And it's not, it's not just that, you know, people who are already established past through there, that was also the proving ground, the developmental ground for a lot of people. Yeah. It, it's an impressive list for sure. When I, when I, especially when I watch TV and I'm realizing I'm seeing five, six, seven, eight guys that, okay, the first time I saw that guy, the first time I saw Cedric Alexander was the third month of his career wrestling in Northeast wrestling against Jaleel Salam like 13 years ago, whatever it was. Yeah. So yeah. it's 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 a really impressive list, and it, it's got to be fun for you to you know kind of still be active there too, and you know you know you see all these great names. Uh, it's a great landing spot for anybody's career, pretty much at any point. Um, and they put on so many interesting shows. Any favorite moment that you've had in NEW uh, in, in in your uh, active time there? Uh, I mean, winning the title, beating Flip Gordon. Yeah, and your your title reign was pretty fun too. And I remember your your match with your matches with Hale Collins. Obviously, I've known him forever, but I, I thought those were were very fun uh, singles matches. Yeah, he, he says the, the match at the um, Dungeon of Swappingers Falls. He says people still talk about that match I had with him. <laughs> it was a good match. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. A favorite moment for you in NWA so far? Winning the tag team, well, either. <laughs> Either debuting, um, you know, for me, um, I felt like, you know, like, like you mentioned, like we were just talking about, there's a lot of people that have, you know, developed in Bethany and have moved on to bigger things and whatnot. But I feel like, you know, I've been kind of waiting for that opportunity for a while. I, I you know, I, I keep seeing all my friends and peers move off and then I was just like all right what what am I going to get my my shot and then you know when I finally debuted with the NWA it's like okay I'm here you know I you know I finally got that moment I finally you know stepped to a bigger platform and then there's also winning the uh, NWA titles it always seems that pro wrestling is a lot of pro wrestling is a lot about the timing uh, the, of, of when you're going to get that opportunity. And you, the way mm-hmm. you, you mentioned that the fixers even happened, it was pretty much they were looking for something that you were exactly what they were looking for in that moment yeah. and proved it to them. So, yeah, 
pretty pretty cool story of uh you know of, of kind of uh of your emergence I, I, you gotta love it when it's an overnight success so many years in the making you know it's like yeah no 100 percent. and as much as i felt like i've been ready for you know a few years now um it still takes you know the right people putting in the right word with the right place with the right opportunity who who are your uh, favorite big men to watch of all time and uh, and also maybe to work too if you have some of those um you know the obvious answers of you know bam bam bigelow vader um king kong bundy and bundy's tremendous i don't think he necessarily gets always all the love and credit that he deserves um, you know, Stan Hansen, Bruiser Brody, Mark Henry, um, you know, uh, as far as opponents, uh, you know, Brian Malonis. Yeah, that, that's a good one. And um, but I totally agree with you about Bundy, too. If you go back and watch his stuff with Hogan back when they were the top, they had yeah. obviously they headlined a WrestleMania, too. I had the pleasure of meeting him uh, when he made some appearances in the Northeast, too. And he was such a cool, funny guy, too. Just didn't take himself seriously at all. Uh, really easy to talk to. But, you know, he was quite young during that match with Hogan. And, you know, he always probably looked older to people because he had the shaved head and you couldn't really tell how old he was. But he was only about 26 or 27 years old wow. when he wrestled Hogan. <laughs> so Yeah. Top of the world that and early on. and I forgot, I forgot uh, earthquake and typhoon the natural disasters those two especially the yeah those natural disasters are a huge influence on the fixers yeah and earthquake was such an amazing athlete too just for mm-hmm. all the different stuff that he did in his career and his life with amateur wrestling and sumo wrestling mm-hmm. and then had the big pro wrestling career later on uh, where he was a top guy for so long what kind of uh, what kind of guys who uh, who have been some influences on you in terms of you know any mentors that you've had along the way in your path in your career? Um, honestly, my uh, biggest mentor has been uh, Matt Taven. You know, I trained with him for a little bit. Um, he's a, like, you know, through the years, he's been there for me, and um, now more recently, Jay. I can honestly say that, like. Um, Jay's been absolutely tremendous. Um, you know, I think why the fixes work so well is that everything it, that we do, um, yes, we're loud, over the top, obnoxious, but it's genuine. You know, we have a genuine relationship. You know, we genuinely like each other, and that's how we act, you know. So this is kind of the calm, low-key Wrecking Ball Ligurski today. So, yeah. But you do have this outsized personality in your persona. Have you always kind of had that in you, you know, growing up? Was it, was it easy to turn on for, for what you're doing now? Yeah. No, it's uh, – I'm either, like – it's weird. I'm either one extreme or the other. I'm either really shy and quiet or I'm really loud and over the top and – um. You know, once I turn to wrestling, it's, you know, it was, it, it's, it's easier to turn on. It's actually easier to turn on in front of a wrestling ring than doing this interview right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. I can see, see that. That would be, yeah. It's, yeah. Because you, you know, you're, you're prepared for the, you know, you can't see the audience that you're wrestling, you're working for right now. 
Yeah. Unfortunately for you, you're only seeing me and sometimes you're only seeing yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, The name Wrecking Ball Ligurski, where where did that come from? Right. I mean, Wrecking Ball, um, that's always kind of described me, whether that's how I played football, that's how I wrestled in high school. Um, My style has always been very straight forward, smash mouth. Um, Ligurski is actually uh, the name. I'm a Giants fan, but uh, Doug Ligurski was the name of a uh, Pittsburgh Steeler. He was one of the, um, he was like the sixth offensive lineman in uh, when I watched the Steelers when I was in college. He was always like the sixth guy. Anytime someone at center or guard would get hurt, he'd be the first one there. Or on like a goal line package, they'd put him at like fullback, tight end, or whatever. And it just it just sounded like an old school smash mouth football name. And I don't know, I just came up with it and it worked. And have you always wrestled under wrestling wrecking ball Did you ever wrestle under another name that people don't know about necessarily? Yeah. Um, um unless there's been like a one off type of thing that I've done. Yeah, I've always wrestled as Ligurski. That was my first name, first gimmick. You know, the uh the evolution of it kind of changed over the years a, a little bit, you know, some fine tuning of stuff. Um but yeah, that's I've always wrestled as wrecking ball Ligurski. Yeah, it's been it's been cool to see your growth in it too. I mean, I was I was watching you when you were, when you were still working on the full coveralls and that kind of stuff yeah, with the manager, the, the Dickies jumpsuit, <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, to the, you know, you, you lost some of the weight, went to the singlet, and kind of changed you know a little bit of your presentation. But it's it's been cool to see the ways that it's changed. And then I think you were billed this from the Steel City too initially when you were uh, when they were bringing you out as Ligurski. So you know, it makes sense if it's a Pittsburgh Steeler thing going on. Yes, Steel City, USA. It also, you know, made sense as the wrecking ball made out of steel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, what, what's the what's the future looking like for you? What what are kind of your goals uh, upcoming uh, in all, in all the all the you know endeavors that you're doing in wrestling? Um, right now, um, you know, win the NWA tag team titles, um, beat Powerhouse Hobbs for the AEW. Um, TNT Championship and win the NEW uh, heavyweight title. Once again. Um, so we're going to move to something we call the three count now. It's going to be three uh, relatively quick questions and uh, your answers. Uh, we try to have fun with these and kind of tailor them to the different guests. So hopefully <laughs> hopefully they work. Yeah. So um, yeah. um, have you ever had anyone come up to you at a signing and sing Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus to you when you're doing autograph signings? Way too many times. Way too many times. And they always think that they are the first one to ever think of that. Um, and the funny part, though, is um, I had my first match probably a couple weeks to a month before that song came out. And Everyone thinks I named myself after the song, but I actually came out like slightly before. And every time, like 
uh, every time, like, again, like I said, someone, they always think they're the first person, and they they think it's just so hysterical. They're like, <laughs> hey, hey, buddy, are, are you aware? Are you aware there's this song? <laughs> there's a song by Miley Cyrus, and, and it, it's called, it's called Wrecking Ball. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I, would, I would love it if some promoter comes up to you like, oh, we're going to play that song for you out to the rig. <laughs> Someone actually um, did that as, as a rib. I wrestled <laughs> on my birthday. Um, uh, Pioneer Valley, bro, probably like five, six years ago um they didn't play on the way to the ring they played after i won on the way out so you couldn't so you, yeah, you, so so you couldn't react to it while you're walking with her hey at least, <laughs> yeah. at, least at least it's memorable for people uh you know they're gonna remember yeah. and, and, the, and the whole song goes wrecking ball the whole time so hey you yeah. know what you go with it but uh yeah it was, it, I, I can't tell you how many times in my life and and since it's actually my name that i've heard strumming on the old banjo I've heard I've heard that and people think that is hysterical and I've been hearing that yeah. literally all of my life that they think they're the first person ever noticed that my yes, yes. <laughs> they always think uh, they are the first person always uh, so second uh, three count question if you could wrestle anyone in history who would you uh, face off with as uh, Ricky Bolagurski uh, Bam Bam Bigelow or King Kong Bundy why I mean, I I think I uh, pretty evenly match up with them. Um, they're two of the people I watch the most, um, and that's who I get the most comparisons to. I get a lot of Bam Bam comparisons. I get a lot of funny comparisons. So cool. And then the last one that makes sense. Aside from uh, Wrecking Ball Ligurski, who is your all-time favorite wrestling character? Bam Bam, big Bam Bam guy. So similar backgrounds. Yeah. You guys have, you know, he had the amateur wrestling. He had the football. You know, yeah. Grew up in the Northeast. <laughs> yeah. Not probably as tall as you, although that might be deceptive too. Because what are you six three, six four? Yeah, I mean that's what um that's what. Uh, I've never met Bam Bam, um, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that's what he was billed as as well. And that's yeah. also just to throw throw back to something earlier. Is it was pretty cool. He was the first ever um, Northeast Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, right? So yeah, and then so uh, it was cool getting that holding the same title as Bam Bam Bigelow. And I had no idea until King Kong Bundy died a couple of years ago that he was briefly managed by NEW president, Michael Lombardi. You no, know, Michael Mercedes, completely different person. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I, I did not know that that whole, I mean, this was well before I was watching Northeast wrestling. So yeah, uh, I, I didn't even live in upstate New York yet, but uh, yeah, I, that blew my mind when I saw it. Cause I, I had seen them together before when Bundy was right. doing some of his signings and stuff, but I did not know that there was ever a period where, uh, and he was yeah. working the uh, as the as the manager in the corner, so I thought that was pretty, yeah. uh, that was pretty cool to find out. Well, uh, Recky Bolagurski, thank you so much for uh, joining me today on Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. I had a lot of fun with this. It's always good to get to catch up with you. Um, 
You've got the NEW Spring Slam at the uh, MJN Center in Poughkeepsie, formerly the Mid-Hudson Civic Center. People probably know it as better, where you've taken on the AEW TNT champion Powerhouse Hobbs. And uh, you can catch him most weeks on the NWA on uh, YouTube. NWA Power, NWA USA is the one half of the fixers with Jay Bradley. So uh, thanks so much for coming on today. No problem. Thank you for having me, Phil. Thanks again, everyone, for joining me today on Under the Ring Pro Wrestling Conversations. I'd like to thank Wrecking Ball Ligurski for joining me today. Check out my Twitter, at Under the Ring, for the latest on guests or even just my many opinions that you may or may not agree with on pro wrestling. So have a great week, everyone.